Hello, and welcome to Belonging Before Believing, a podcast where we answer your questions about the church from the inside. Where one of us can grow a mustache, and one of us, not so much. Yeah, I always say that I got my facial hair growing from my mother instead of my father. <laughs> Your mother's so pleased with that comment. Yeah. 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 She's not going to listen to this. Hmm. Nah. Nah. Well, and I've said it in front of her before. She just rolls her eyes at me, which is ironic because that's what I got in trouble the most for was rolling my eyes at her. So I'm actually amazed that your mom doesn't have some kind of lazy eye thing because I'm sure she's rolled her eyes at you constantly. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so you know how I, I open the uh, podcast with me saying, hello. Yeah. Somebody has made the comment that Every time they hear me do that, I sound like Bob the Tomato. That's a that's a Christian cartoon, isn't it? Yeah. The Veggie Tales. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like Ron Swanson <laughs> when you say that. I, that's fine. I'm the, good with that. The Veggie Tales. <laughs> Is that I, one of them th- animated shows? Right. It, uh, I don't remember what Bob the Tomato sounds like, but I was offended nonetheless. <laughs> you were offended? Yeah. Oh, you tender little sweetheart. If they said that it's I... It's a choice s- to be offended, by the way. I chose to be offended. No, if they had sometimes said... Sometimes it is the right choice. I'm not had, sure you chose wisely there. If they had said... Let I me sa- finish talking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I thought when we got you some headphones so you could actually hear the mic levels that you would interrupt me less. No. No. Yeah. But I don't interrupt you as much as I interrupt Joel. Oh, gosh. That I see you do on purpose. Oh, sometimes. Do you see the, like, the little glit, little twinkle in my eye? Like, here yes. we go. Here we go. I see the quote-unquote twinkle in his eye, too, oh, when yeah. you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Interrupting. Much. Is one of my pet peeves. Is it? No. It's not. Because you just... do it all the time to me, and I do it all the time to you. No way. I'm choosing to be offended by that. Anyway. You're a regular interrupter. Not uh, not as much as me. I interrupt people more than I know. I know that to be true. For sure. And I I do it all the time. I know. It's, I know. Okay, so we are doing an, this is another question that I got. Yeah. I haven't gotten very many questions, but this is one I got. What? As a pastor, what are your pet peeves? Oh, is it as a pastor? Well, that's what our show is. They okay. didn't come up and say, as a pastor, I'm, what are your pet peeves? I'm Mr. going Holy Man. I'm going to get one out of the way that has nothing to do with being a pastor. I just I need to get this off my chest because it's something that's been happening a lot lately. I wake up in the morning <laughs> with the most just random songs mercilessly stuck in my head. Songs that I haven't listened to in days, weeks, years, never on purpose even. I woke up a couple weeks ago with uh, Tomorrow from Annie, the musical, stuck in my head. I've never (laughs) intentionally listened to that song in my life. And I wake up and it's stuck in my head. This morning, I woke up with a Ja Rule song stuck in my head. I wasn't listening to Jaw Rule. <laughs> Potentially, maybe I'm like in a store 
like the day before. And or at I, work, maybe. Yeah, you know? maybe. I doubt that I heard Annie at work. But anyway, <laughs> I wake up and these songs are stuck in my head and there's nothing I can do about it. Wait, you're telling me that at Dutch Bros, there isn't a time and place where there's a show tunes channel on? There's a guy who works graves at the Park Ave shop. Uh-huh. And he throws show tunes on. See, I knew it. At night. Yeah. And you, and apparently sings them at an unreasonable volume. How is it unreasonable? There's actually the night guy? there's actually an employee who wouldn't pick up a shift one time because they knew they were going to have to work with this dude. And it, it's not that they don't like him and think he's an awesome dude. It's that they didn't want to listen to show tunes all night long. Okay, let me ask you that. Is, has he ever been in trouble for it? No. Then it's not unreasonable. <laughs> all right. All right. Are we going to be serious? Well, there's, this is one isn't serious. That was my pet peeve. That really? is a pet peeve. I Yes. Well, how can... Pet peeves... Okay, when I hear pet peeves, it's something somebody else does that I don't like. That's Why does it I, have to be someone else? That's just what I think I'm, I'm saying. That's, that's my definition. Okay. You can have your little definition over there and your dream brain, you're going to be mad at it all you want, but my definition is things other people do. Okay. It certainly isn't anything I do because I think I'm amazing. So we're going to gripe about other people on this episode. Maybe a little bit. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't have anything quite like that. Waking up with... Something that I'm annoyed about. So my first one. Uh, okay. So for my first one, my pet peeve, this is a genuine one. People who are always right. And I don't mean you. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Time out. I don't know if I should think, oh, I'm always right. And that's why he needed to tell me, oh, not you, even though you're always right. Or if that was your way of telling me. For sure me, you know that's not. <laughs> or if that's your way of telling me, you are not always right. So don't worry about being offended right now. That's it. Okay. Yep, number two. All right. You are number two. <laughs> that was pretty funny of me. Okay. People who are always right. I mean, and what do I mean by that? I don't mean they're actually always right. But they always have to have the last word? They always have to have the last word. Kind of like I just did. <laughs> they always... Shut up. <laughs> they always have to one-up you with a story. They always have to jump in and know the answer ahead of you. They When, when something they do is actually wrong, they always always have something else or somebody else to blame and never own it for themselves. Those people drive me crazy. Crazy. Just own it. Man, and, and this, okay, to be fair, you know me, I, in a lot of ways, I do have a pretty sensitive conscience. Yes. And I will come and apologize for things and say, hey, dude, are we cool? Did I do this wrong? Hey, or is it... I'll do that way more than I should to an uncomfortable degree sometimes, right? Yeah. So, not until you just said that did I realize that every time you've ever come to me super sensitive like that, not one time have I been offended. And every time I've been offended, <laughs> couldn't even occur to you to come apologize I to me. I could care less. 
Because I assume you're going to come to me and go, dude, you were just an ass right there. You should fix that. You know? I expect that. Okay, so. Unless it's nothing, then you bend over backwards to get my forgiveness. No, because I, I feel guilty for what I did. Because either I knew I was wrong, or I knew my motivation wasn't right, or I knew that in the past this is something that would have offended or hurt you. You know? As so, much as I hate to admit it, that actually makes sense to me. Yeah. So, so with these people, now maybe it's because I'm uber sensitive and that's why people who won't admit they're wrong rub me wrong because i'm like just own it it's what i do all the time and maybe i'm really being arrogant there and going why can't you be more like me that totally could be the truth i hope it's not kind of think it might be but i hope it's not but people like that drive me crazy so i'm going to tie this into the church okay it's not Oh, gosh. Yeah, I can think of a few. Well, no, this this is church people that I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. Not at Sovereign Joy right now. It's not going to sound like it right away, but I'll get there. we've had a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So my other pet peeve is the phrase comfort zone. (laughs) I hate it. Nails on a chalkboard. The way people... Is it? Yes. The way people get when they hear the word, like, moist... And that's they, only one person I know. Oh, okay. I know tons of people like that. Anyway, that's how I get when I hear the word comfort zone. And I think it started when I would go to these meetings for like our Mexico missions trip. And it was like every single week they talk about how we're really going to get out of our comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone. Think of a different phrase to say you're going to be stretched. You're going to do things that you wouldn't ordinarily do. You're going to do things that are difficult. You're going to do things that you don't enjoy. There's a million different ways. The English language is vast. Get out of your comfort zone and quit saying comfort zone. And there was one time, and you were there, when <laughs> did I say it? I was asked to, per- to play a very specific song by a Christian band, and it had the phrase comfort zone in it and so i had to sing not even just say i had to sing comfort zone in front of a bunch of people and i think because you were there and i had already told you about this i i think i I kind of like snickered or giggled or was singing off pitch oh my gosh it was really hard to to stay in it this is dangerous because when we talk about our pet peeves we know we're going to use these against each other, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm already thinking about 19 people who are going to like just say comfort zone every time they see me now. Well, I'm going to say it. Not every time, but I'm going to keep one chambered for a special occasion, that's for sure. Okay. My second pet peeve is people who know what you were saying and meant to say, but correct you anyways. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you, you don't get the words out quite right, or, or you say a phrase wrong, or you mix the words up, and they know exactly what you meant to say, and they're so uncharitable that they'll come along and they'll correct you. You know you were wrong, and they got to come alongside and rub your face in the dirt. I hate it. I hate it. People do that to you? You practically speak in scat. <laughs> 
Like you're saying uh, things like for- by scat, you don't mean like dumb poop. No, poop, no, I mean zuba doo doo bop 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 Yeah, no, you say things like for cuz and why come and things like that. Like I wouldn't even know where to begin and correct. Like okay, you're, you're gonna correct the dude who talks like that. He clearly does not care. Well, I'm an easy target. I, maybe that's I it. guess. But to me, you're okay. a waste of time. <laughs> Obviously, Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> somebody <laughs> needs to cut that part out and edit it somewhere else. To me, you're a waste of time. <laughs> to me, you're okay. a waste of time. To me, you're okay. a waste of time. To me, you're okay. a waste of time. <laughs> That's great. Uh, go great with my pat gifts. Yeah. Uh, no, I, like, <laughs> okay, to be fair, I talk like that regularly because. I'm not like fully engaged when I'm like serious and thinking about something. I don't talk quite like that. I might mix my words up or say something wrong, like adultrication when I'm trying to say fornication or adultery, right? <laughs> I've, I've done that before. Adultrication, you know, why is that your go-to example? <laughs> <laughs> For the life of me, I don't have an answer to that question <laughs> except, except, okay. I love a line that Bill Burr says <laughs> when somebody's talking smack about his comedy, he just says, I just say words. I just say words. That's me. Okay. Oh, man. I just say words. Uh, yeah. I know there's a proverb. It says in the abundance of words, sin is not lacking. That's my life verse. I just say words. Yeah. yeah. I just say words. Yeah. And I hate it when people come in and correct when they know exactly what I meant. Just shut up and just go, yep, dude, okay, and let's keep rolling. Just, just yeah. You know what just occurred to me in both of these instances are my pet peeves are when people who think they're better than me. Gosh, I'm pretty cocky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check you out. Make fun of me for being cocky all the time. Hey, it takes just, one to know one. I just sit here and get picked on. Goodness. You never pick on me, right? No, never. That's pet peeve three. <laughs> Brian Gumpy. Dang. That's a st- we can go all kinds of different directions with that one. Do you got another one? Oh, I don't know if I have any more funny ones, if I'm being honest. Oh, way to buzzkill this thing. I guess. Are we gonna are we just gonna keep it light and goofy and fun the whole time? Otherwise it's like actual complaining, right? Okay, serious. Give me a serious one. Okay. Um, and this is something that I actually repent of. And it's something that I have to be like really, really careful that, um, I, I just don't let camp out in my mind. But when people flake out on things because they don't have time, when people don't, you know, whether it's gosh, like so many different things, when, it's easy for me, and like I say, I'm pointing out my own sin here. It's easy for me to look over and see how I'm so much busier than these people, but they don't have time for X, Y, Z. And it's a pet peeve, but really, I have to check myself because that's an easy way for me to, like you said, think that I'm better than people. And to, be, to, to bring it back to the lighthearted, we are constantly ribbing you and joking about how you're late to everything. Yeah. And and you you don't respond to texts and we you know you're just like where is he? Oh, he's he's going on an, a 20 minute errand for an hour and a half, you know. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, me and your wife, we're, we, we got you pegged there. I'm constantly leaving one place early to be to the next place late. That's my pet peeve about you. <laughs> I, I Okay. I, another pet peeve of mine is honestly, it's not with you. The, the, this isn't with you. But it, it's people who are always late. like they Or they just don't show up to things. Mm-hmm. Like you, you totally should be here at something. And you just, you just flat out don't show up. No text, no show. No call, no show. Oh, yeah. It's like, what in the world? Like you don't even have the courtesy. You, you, it communicates to me that I don't care enough about you and the thing that's going on here to actually tell you, hey, buddy, I'm not going to make it, you know? And that's what it communicates. Now, I'm pretty confident nobody's thinking that in their head. Right. Screw them. Screw Pat. I'm not going. I'm not even going to call them. I'm not even going to text them. I get that. But that's what it communicates. So... There, that's another one of mine. You know what's interesting to me about the last two things that you and I brought up is for each of us, there's probably about 23 people who are listening to this and just like clinch their butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, oh crap, he hates me. <laughs> he really, he's talking about me. Okay, and if so, I, here's the thing. If somebody's legitimately thinking that, I guarantee I'm not thinking about them and they need to check themselves. That's why I brought it up. okay. <laughs> But here's the other reason why I we brought think it up. We so well together. No, if only you would like me. <laughs> Just show up, dude. Okay. <laughs> On time. I like you. On time. If you would quit saying comfort zone and putting songs in my head like hot dog poopy pants, then we would be just fine. Okay. Honestly, though, here's the thing. In the instance that I brought up, a pet peeve of mine, and the most recent instance that you brought up, a pet peeve of yours. Here is a perfect example of the underlying theme of everything that you and I talk about is I know for a fact that you multiple, multiple, multiple times have been frustrated with me when I've been late or I didn't show up and you chose to show me grace. Yeah. Grace, dude. I mean, and that's what I would, you know, those people who are cringing and thinking that we're talking about them when... I guarantee we're not right. thinking about them. Um, if you were to come to us and just say, hey, were you talking about us? We would not only say, oh, no, that, that wasn't you at all. But you know what? Even if it was, let's say even if it was, uh, we got grace for you. We're, you know, we love you. We're, we're, we're joking around and pet peeves, you know, we're kind of having fun with this episode. But to be perfectly honest is, you know what, we, we put up with this stuff and so much more because we love people and because we have been shown so much grace that we're going to extend and continue to show grace. Well, that's just it. All kidding aside, like there are some instances where you and I could really talk about our pet peeves and you're sitting across the table from me thinking like, oh, crap, is he talking about me right now? When uh, it, it's just not something that I, I hold against you. We've been forgiven and endured, well, our, the people around us have endured so much of our own behavior, far be it from us to hold these petty things against the people that we care about. And, you know, we, it, like I said, it's the underlying theme of everything that we talk about. Like, we, to experience grace means that you want to be a whole lot quicker to show grace. Absolutely. I want to make sure that whoever listens 
And especially if it's people who are, you know, who, who we know that, you know, we, we love them, we care about them. And whether this is, you know, about them or not, it's, we want to say that we thank you for being our friends. <laughs> And we thank you for putting up with us. Right. Because we know that you could be sitting across from us at this microphone and saying all the pet peeves about us. So um, we're aware of it. We're people. We're partially sanctified at best. Right? Do you ever sit back and think to yourself, genuinely, uh, this is something that I think about like at least once a month, where you sit back and you think to yourself, how on earth do I have any friends at all? Oh, yeah. I, how often do I say to you, thank you for being my friend, and I'm totally genuine? Pretty often. And, uh, you know, I say that to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> because, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> the reason is, is because I know. Like, I, I, in my mind, am, like, baffled that people actually are my friend. Because I'm... I'm not a great guy, and I've said it before, and I don't think it's an eye roller, but I, especially in the past, I'm actually the worst person I've ever known. And I, and because of that, I, I really appreciate people who show me grace, who put up with me, who are going to be my friends through thick and thin, not people who are my friends and say one thing to my face and then go do another thing, you know? And they're a dime a dozen, you know? Yeah. And we've literally known a dozen. Right. And we got no dimes to show for it. But um, it's the people who are still here, who stick around, who put up with me, who have their pet peeves that I do, and we can joke about it. But at the end of the podcast, we can still enjoy a beer together and still enjoy good fellowship and laugh about our differences, our annoyances, our insecurities, and and grow in Christ together. All right. As we close out, one more small-time petty pet peeve. I will go first. Okay. People who text you, and instead of using punctuation, they just start a new text for every <laughs> thought. You have eight texts before you even have a chance to process and respond. <laughs> no explanation. That's my text or <laughs> my pet peeve. <laughs> okay. Mine last text, no explanation, is people who won't look you in the eye and shake your hand. Wow. And if you guys could see just the piercing eye contact that just took place between Pat and I, and I feel like I have to shake his hand now. This has been Belonging Before Believing. You know the drill. Hit us up. Instagram, Twitter, email, Belonging Before Believing. And we believe that you belong. Belong.